0: to Springfield's classic rock it's 534 and sticks with backs and Nagel and rock 102. Man it's another hot one. This has got to end. I can't continue to live this way. Sunny with near record temperatures today a high of 96. Bunch of schools got early dismissal today because it's too damn hot to learn stuff or to teach stuff or to sit in a bus. Uh, tonight, partly cloudy, low of 72. And then for tomorrow, cloudy with the possibility of an afternoon thunderstorm. Yeah, that's good news. And a high of 89. 66 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Man, what a show today. Scott Zolak is going to be joining us after 8 o'clock. Patriot season begins on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. You'll hear that game right here on Rock 102. And then also, after 8, today's keyword to cash. You could win $1,000. We'll tell you all the details about that a little bit later on. And also more Jackie Martling tickets. And other stuff, too. It's just about 536 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and ACDC with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, It is going to be, uh, I will tell you in j- just a second, uh, very sunny, very hot today. A High of 95 uh, with a heat index of, uh, oh, my God, it's hot. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, not so hot. Rainy with a high of 88. It's 68 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash.
1: Well, Last week, Kevin Costner's estranged wife, uh, Christine Bumgottner Bumgottner, 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 got her child support knocked down to $63,000 a month. That's right, a mere uh, paltry $63,000 a month or just $756,000 a year. How can anyone on earth be expected to raise three children on such a tiny sum? Has anyone ever even tried? Have uh, Have the courts
0: not thought of the
1: children? I think they are thinking of the children. Really? Yeah. Uh, Christine isn't about to take that risk. Uh, since she's now dirt poor, she says, quote, I will look into the steps I need to take and any schooling I need to do and will enter the workforce.
0: I hope she can get her uh, life back together on $600,000 a year.
1: Well, she was asking for $161,592 per month. Mm -hmm. In court last week, she said that living a luxurious life was, quote, in the kid's DNA at this point. It's what's best for the kids. How old are those kids? Old enough to know better. Are they? I don't even know how old his kids are. But if they're young kids... You still have a chance to say, hey, look, we had this bougie life for a while, and now we're grabbing coupons to eat at Applebee's because uh, kids eat free on Tuesdays.
0: Meanwhile, Kevin Costner's eating dinner over the sink.
1: By the way, uh, IHOP, uh, free pancakes for kids. There's all kinds of well. deals you can jump on. <laughs> you
0: got to cut corners somehow.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's already been a lot of speculation about what broke up Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, I know you've been worried about it all weekend. I, I know haven't I slept was. a wink. Uh, here's a new one that popped up yesterday. The Ring Doorbell. TMZ claims to have heard from multiple sources that Joe caught Sophie inter- either doing or saying something on a ring cam that made him realize the marriage was over. There are no details beyond that, though. I wonder if he, you know somebody else pushing the button on yeah. the ring camera, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but the ring camera tells no <laughs> lies. They uh, they did issue a brief statement yesterday saying, quote, After four wonderful years of marriage, we have just mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. Four wonderful years. Yeah. You did it. Amicably. Uh, that's actually pretty long for a Hollywood wedding. Four years. It's almost like you wake up after uh, three and a
0: half years and say, like, I can't. Yeah. See this lasted more than another six
1: months. The statement went on to say, There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, uh, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children, even though I caught her banging some dude on the Ring doorbell camera. <sighs> she showed up to the door with him. With, with a dude, really? I don't know. Yeah, it, that makes well, sense. The, I mean, the, the speculation is that he saw something on the Ring camera. I don't know what that something was, but I, I, I don't know. But uh, there is a
0: slight possibility that none of this is our business. Yeah,
1: I'm uh, I'm really a uh, uh, to each their own kind of person, mm-hmm. but there are limits to that. Ethan Hawke directed his daughter Maya in a movie called Wildcat. It's about author Flannery O'Connor, and there are sex scenes in it. Uh, so did Ethan have a problem directing his daughter doing the nasty sex scenes? Nope. He says, we were so comfortable with it, I couldn't care less. Both Ethan and Maya agree that uh, making art together is their, quote, safe place. Really? Is that a fact? <sighs> Ethan, you... <laughs> you are a creep. Yeah, that is, that is probably <laughs> one of the creepiest things I could imagine happening. Yeah. You're and... a director. You're directing your own daughter. I get that it's all art and stuff, but... I mean,
0: do you do you cut the scene halfway through to give them stage directions? Uh, cut! Let's try that again from the top. Hey, hey, hey. This time with more feeling.
1: Your mother didn't tell you that. <laughs> what are you doing over there? You're <laughs> criticizing. Hey, your daughter is sexually it, active? Yeah. No, she lies there just uh, like her mother. Oh, man. man pow. Hey, uh, let's switch gears here without using the clutch again. Uh, Disney Plus is discounting (laughs) their basic package until September 20th in hopes of gaining more subscribers for their ad-supported tier. It's usually $7.99 a month, but for a limited time it can be purchased for $1.99 a month. (laughs) Gee, I wonder which one people will choose. Gee, I I think I might uh, choose the uh, ad-supported one. That uh, reduced rate is good for three months and it's also available for new and returning subscribers. The service has a new content for this month to sweeten the deal. Yesterday they added the live action Little Mermaid, and next week they'll add Pixar's Elemental. Alright. Wow. They're also doing weekly episodes of Star Wars and Ashoka. Oh, so- or Ahsoka, whatever that is. I'll know. tell you what, I'm so
0: relieved I'm borrowing somebody else's uh s- subscription. <laughs>
1: me too. Yeah. Somebody don't have to pay. I got that and I got HBO that aren't mine. There's somebody else's.
0: You know, I believe that's illegal, but they'll never catch us alive.
1: Well, you know, I've been pretty candid about it. I, uh, I even wrote on the HBO one, uh, "Freeloader" as the, as the username, because <laughs> I am, in fact, a freeloader. There's no shame in that at all. No, they, why not? Listen, uh, if you spent, if you bought all those streamings, there's too many streaming services to use.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I don't believe for a millisecond that Disney's losing their shirt on anything they do.
1: No, not at all. They're uh, they're rolling in dough. You're damn right. Drake and The Weeknd are not fans of the Grammys or their nominating process. Well, I'm not a fan of Drake or The Weeknd, so... No. They even boycotted this year's ceremony to show their displeasure at the Grammys, but they might be represented at the 2024 show in a manner of speaking... Uh, As you probably know, an anonymous artist by the name of Ghostwriter released a song earlier this year called Heart on My Sleeve. And through the wonders of AI, it sounds like a collaboration between Drake and The Weeknd. Ghostwriter's rep submitted it for Grammy consideration, and it has been accepted. The Recording Academy says even though it uses AI, it's, quote, absolutely eligible because it was written by a human. The Grammys just don't care about no, anybody they don't. anymore, they
0: don't do they? care less about the human factor. Here, just
1: watch the show so we can make some money off it. Uh, and In American Horror Story, Kim K. gets to act out her nightmares. No kidding. She always had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I acted out a nightmare was when Ray J. gave me the Freddy Krueger fallopian finger in that sex tape you can purchase on porn for thirty nine ninety five.
0: Yeah, if you spend just a second thinking about that, you can see why it's so f- frightening. Oh,
1: it's, it's dangerous. Kate- Very dangerous. <laughs> Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once put some Nutella spread on the back rye. She was hurting for a squirting. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is we were slapping squids in the pork smoker. There you go. There you have it. Yes. I could have gone a completely different way with this this morning, but we decided not to. <laughs> The best part of the show, happening off the air, yet again. (laughs) And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102.
3: Labor Day Steals has been extended at American Freight. See?
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey,
0: good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, with the Patriots opening up their regular season schedule in just a matter of days, you'd like to think the only thing on Bill Belichick's mind is getting ready to face a tough Philadelphia Eagles defense. However, despite his lifeless affect and his cold foreboding presence, Bill Belichick, I assume, is somewhat of a human being. A living, breathing bag of twisted emotion and insecurity like the rest of us. And as such, he is still susceptible to the same painful foibles and heartache that other human beings endure every single day. And today is no different. According to the New York Post, page six, Bill Belichick has allegedly broken up with his longtime girlfriend, Linda Holiday. Now, I can't say what caused the breakup. I can't even tell you what sort of problems they were having. All I can tell you is, after 16 years together, somebody got tired of somebody else's happy horse crap and walked out. Now, these things happen all the time, of course. They just don't happen days before a week one NFL matchup. And that's where things get complicated. It's always a chance that it's none of our business. However, I've known that uh, I've not always been at my best when I've been, been involved in Major Life Crisis. I mean, how do we know he didn't wave Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham out of a broken heart? The truth is, we don't. And while he hasn't spoken publicly about any of this, I'm pretty sure that when the press gets a hold of him this morning, Belichick will address this story in his own way. Somebody wasn't doing their job, and he's already moved on to other women. I mean, what the hell else is he gonna say? The man's been in Foxborough for the last 23 years and hasn't given you a single emotional response to a single question, and I'm pretty sure he's not gonna give you one right now. Oh, sure, he might be dealing with gobs of heavy emotion, pain, and suffering, but there's a chance that the man hasn't had a real human emotion in nearly two and a half decades, other than to reveal an occasional brief glimmer of joy after winning six Super Bowl championships. But to show a crack of heartbreak and vulnerability? You're not going to get it from that guy, at least not until Sunday. But hey, NFMI happens was brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Catherine's Ben's of Painting School, and I don't mean the Royal College of Art in London. Catherine at the Palmer Rockies is a well-trained paint professional. Get Benjamin Moore paint, Cabot Stains, and rock-solid service from paint professionals like Catherine at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is going to be another hot one today. Sunny, hot, hazy, and humid with a high of 95. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. You know,
0: I forgot to mention at the uh, beginning of the show that uh, if you're going to be listening to the podcast today, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you miss a part of the show and you, you go back and listen, yeah, uh, that uh, it is all brought to you by Marcotte Ford that got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke.
1: I like Marcotte Ford. I've uh, had several good experiences over there. Well, Hopefully, all your experiences there have been good. Uh, well, I'm just saying, uh, I've had several, and several of them were good. That, oh, well, were, that's, that know, means all of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's
0: good. I mean, I, I mean, you could make the argument that it sounds like you know just a portion of them were good, but I think all of them were probably
1: you know quite what, good. You know what they got in there? What? They got full... a lug nut cafe. Do they really? I think, I think it's called lug nuts. Really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, they serve up uh, snacks while you're waiting there to get your car repaired. Shut your mouth. You don't see that too often.
0: I tell you what. The times I've uh, had done on in my car, yeah. I wouldn't mind, uh, I don't know, like a... A platter of exotic meats and cheeses. Uh, you know, like a, I don't know, like a baked potato station or something. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, huh? I don't love a good baked potato. Who doesn't station? love that? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You're waiting
1: for your car to get fixed. Just sitting around there twiddling your thumbs for a, a couple hours. A baked potato bar. I think Marcon Ford could benefit from that. That would really pass the time away. Let's uh, l- let's talk with management and see if we can get that going over there. All right, I like that idea. And uh, of course. Yeah, ladies! Get it. Funky. Get yeah. ladies. News fresh out of East Hampton. Saying Uh that the city operates best with fresh leaders who bring new ideas, Mayor Nicole Recepere announced on Tuesday (laughs) afternoon. You're throwing everything at this thing. Yeah, well, you know. That uh, she will step aside when her term ends in 2025. Why? You don't want any more of this? (laughs) Now, um... She ditched you at some event, right yeah didn't she, she like
0: uh, she saw you there
1: well, and she didn't uh, ditch me. She tried to avoid me and then when uh, you know, she obviously realized uh, she couldn't walk a certain way without looking at me or interacting with me yeah. she then finally did this pretend like I don't know who you are ah, kind yeah. of thing right And then as I recalled uh, what we were talking about, then she said, oh yes. Yes, I, I remember now. Like, like, like she didn't know what I was yes. talking about to begin with. Even though the, all that stuff had just happened, she didn't remember. I'm pretty sure someone must have told her. And then, uh, and then I said, oh, "Come on, you, you should come on our show." And, and then uh, she, she said, "Why? Why? Why would I do that? Why?" Yeah.
0: And
1: That's- then uh, I said, "Because I'd like to ask you a few questions." And then, uh, and then she. She said something about, yeah, that would be a great thing—a healthy debate back and forth. But I, 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 don't know if I have time for that. And then she goes, "I, I I'll let you know." Uh huh. She did get my emails. She did. Yeah, she said she didn't, but she really did uh-huh. get my emails because she said, I, I, "I, know who you are." At the end, Steve, uh, here you are intimidating
0: yeah. you know, local elected officials uh, to the point anybody. to the point where she has decided I, I can no longer run this city. The way I want, while Steve Nagel continues no, to operate no. in East Longmeadow.
1: No, this is, this is, I already planned it this way. I'm going to go get a job with the governor's office when I'm done here. That's usually what this translates to.
0: You know, I saw this story in the <laughs> uh, the uh, East Hampton, uh, what was it, the, uh, the Gazette? Yeah. And uh, the Daily Hampshire Gazette. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I think that in a situation that, uh, like this, where, East Hampton is under national scrutiny for a decision made by its school committee, of which she sits on as the mayor of that town, that, uh, you know, you have to wonder, well, if she had run in 2025, would she have won by a landslide? Or would there have been someone who may have bounced her from that office? Now, I'm not saying that she should deserve to be or or would. I'm saying, you know, there's,
1: there's lots of questions. She's not going to let that train wreck uh, be viewed by anybody. She's just going to step aside No, that's let that's somebody else run. Probably for the best. Uh, here she is with a quote.
3: I decided in 2018 that when I took office, I was going to be mayor for eight years. Uh,
1: La Chappelle uh, said in an interview on Wednesday, a day after making the announcement at the East Hampton Democratic Committee meeting,
3: I want to pursue open local government, <laughs> work on infrastructure, bah-gah! economic development and housing. Bah-gah!
1: <laughs> Chappelle is in the middle of her third term which uh having been elected in 2017 2019 and 21 the last time was the four-year terms they had they changed the you know it was only two years yeah. that you were supposed to be the mayor and then they changed that back in 2021 20, uh, so now she's gonna be the mayor until at least 2025 gotcha uh she is the city's third mayor following former mayors Michael Totsnick and Karen kado uh uh,
3: this idea that you are got to stay in office for 20 years, I don't see it really benefiting small cities like East Hampton. And I think fresh ideas are important. City priorities change. And I think there should be fresh leadership to bring in those new changes.
1: Did you see the quote from, uh, by Congressman Richard uh, Neal? He said he's a big fan of Mayor Nicole LaChapelle.
0: The quote is this. I'm a big fan of Nicole LaChapelle. The mayor's job is not just to lead the city. But also make sure the streets are paved, the schools are functioning, and the fire and police departments are functioning. Yeah. You know, uh, considering uh, the rudderless ship of the school department in East Hampton, just saying that the schools are functioning yeah. is probably not good enough if you're paying taxes in East Hampton. You'd like them to be functioning well.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, function, it's, like functioning. Anybody can have function. Oh, functions are easy. But can you function well?
0: You know, I've got some digestive functions in my system, but from time to time, it doesn't function well. It's still moving. It's still there. But it doesn't function well. (laughs) It's... I mean, you know, like intestinal distress. It, that's still a function. It's just not a good one.
1: And then, like you know, to hear that from a guy like Richie Neal, I'm, oh, I, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yes, uh, oh yeah. Listen, I, I love when things just moderately
0: function. Like the government, for example.
1: Listen, I've been promising things for years that I've never delivered on. I love this woman, but. She's my, my my little protege. I did get you a, a train station, and that should pretty much sum up my entire career. Uh, yeah. In, in, a statement, uh, in a statement on Wednesday, uh, Governor Healy said that she's grateful for Mayor LaChapelle's partnership and for the important work she has done for the people of East Hampton, particularly with revitalizing the downtown and spring economic development in the city. I look forward to our continued work together over the next two years.
0: Now I won't, I won't deny that. I mean, East Hampton's yeah. actually a pretty cool town.
1: Yeah, sure. She comes out and says racist things every once in a while, but we can overlook that. Listen,
0: we all overlook that from time to time. I yeah. mean, as long as the, as long as uh, she's functioning in the,
1: uh, yeah. in the office, yeah. that's all that really matters. She uh, La Chabelle also said. Uh, Being mayor, it's your life to uh, do the job correctly. It's 24-7. That's
3: why you call people at 1130 at night to send a cop over to their house to tell them they got a job.
0: Now, uh, it sounds like you're saying there's some sort of uh, poultry involved.
2: Uh,
1: Well, uh, you know, all the ladies in the hen house, uh, (laughs) they all get together and they, uh, you know. You haven't heard much from Cynthia Kwasinski uh, well, No, yeah. no. She's actually
0: uh, been very tight-lipped lately. She
1: said,
3: I wanted to make it clear, so folks that might be interested in running can really think about it and honestly prepare." prepared.
1: Well, Chappelle said uh, she's also uh, proud of what the city got done during her tenure. What do you mean? You're not even done yet.
3: I'm proud yeah, no, but, of what right. we've she's, gotten done.
0: Well, she's proud of what she's done so far. Oh. And you know, listen, there's lots of things that she's done in town, I'm sure, are perfectly fine. The town's functioning. But, you know, when it came to what happened, uh, you know, earlier in the year, you have to kind of say, well, that shouldn't have happened and it shouldn't have become national news. Yeah. But yet it did.
1: It did because they didn't handle it correctly. They handled it horribly. They did. And she was the one that decided her vote. You see, again, I'm going to remind everybody what, you know, what the issue that I have with her is because she hasn't answered this question. A year prior to her making the decision to – she made the decision back uh, several months ago, back in April, I believe it was. Yeah. uh, March or April, where she was the deciding vote to overturn the hiring of Dr. Vito Perone because she felt that what he did was wrong by calling Cynthia Kwasinski and her assistant – uh, ladies in an email. Yes. So she was one of those, well, he should have known that blah, 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 blah. You know, you're talking about, uh, she, she's presenting, well, that's, that's your moral character. You know, yep. uh, you can't, we can't have those kinds of people working here in this city. Uh, so my vote has been, has been changed. However, almost exactly one year prior to that, she showed up at this event for, for, uh, students of color. That that were running some sort. I don't even know what the thing was about, right? Right. But she says something to the effect of, "Well, you don't have a white voice to a child who was of who's not white," and yet she got chastised for that a little bit, mm-hmm. and then apologized and was able to handle that whole thing with grace, and that was kind of swept under the rug. Kind afterwards. of swept under the rug afterwards. But I'm also a firm, I don't believe in the cancel culture thing. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that at all. I believe that people have chances to redeem themselves somehow some way. right. Okay, fine. She got caught. She said something stupid. She apologized for it. Let's move on with it. Why did she not offer the same respect to Dr. Perone when what he said was nowhere near as ridiculous? Or outrageous as the thing that she said to a child. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: that's an interesting point, Steve, and uh, something that uh, has not been reconciled in the public, other than to say at least the city is functioning.
1: Well, the city is functioning because uh, somebody is uh, going in and scooping out the hay and poop from the chicken coop each and every day. <laughs> it's 624 on Rock 102. <laughs> downtown springfield
0: uh don't forget after eight o'clock i'm going to give you today's keyword to cash it could be worth a thousand dollars you'll hear it today at 8 11 2 and 5 o'clock you listen for the thousand dollar keyword to cash you enter that keyword into rock102.com before midnight for your chance to win a thousand dollars brought to you by textmefortires.com 21st Century Pools and Spas in Chicopee and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Would you like to laugh? Yeah, sure. All right.
0: It's
2: Bax Nagel's Joke of the Day. how funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually? On Rock 102. Can I make you laugh? Springfield's oh, Classic Rock.
1: You know, I had an uncle that used to say, time heals all wounds. Okay. He was a lovely man, but a terrible paramedic. Ah, because guess, guess he was, like, taking too much time to get to the uh, the accident scene and people were dying before they even got there. I can't believe I even had to explain that.
2: Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: Here's your Western. 631
2: with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Oh baby, it's gonna get hot out today. So and there's early dismissals hot on the list. So hot Better call the fire department.
3: Uh-oh. this radio's on fire, baby! And <laughs> a little bit little bit and a little bit I was like Oh, you I know don't.
0: if uh, if you were doing that in a school i would i would dismiss her
3: too. Me and the rest of my heavens, Check it out, got locked up for a seasons, season Penthouse, rooftop, birds I'm feeding No deceiving, nothing I'm leaving No teasing, I need you to get up Up on the dance floor Give that man what he asking for I feel like busting loose And I feel like touching you And baby better now stop the juice So baby, uh, what's the use? Oh.
1: Early dismissal for huh. uh, multiple school districts due to the heat this morning. You know, uh, I think I'm sweating a little bit. Is that my arrhythmia? No, it's not your arrhythmia. It's just uh, very hot in here. 71. Yeah, it is very hot in here. Uh, yeah, Wednesday's uh, heat and uh, today's heat led to early dismissals for a few districts in the area. Uh, Springfield and Westfield Public Schools. Everybody's getting out early. Yeah i uh I spent
0: about oh god it feels like forever but I probably spent like 4.6 seconds outside yesterday and I felt like uh like my skin was burning I felt like I was on fire it was so hot
1: you know what i i i, I had the air conditioning going yeah but I went and did like a 30 minute workout on the bike <laughs> okay and I was like sweating so bad yeah and I'm like I can't even go outside to cool off. It's because it's just, <laughs> it's just gonna be even worse. So I, yeah, I don't uh, want to go outside because I might sweat. I went and took a cold shower instead. I think that was probably the uh, the best thing. But yeah, the uh, the heat is supposed to. The heat advisory is in effect until tomorrow night, and then fall like weather eventually starts coming our way.
0: That's about time.
1: I would hope so.
0: Yeah, this is these, uh, ninety degree temperatures in September. I uh, yeah, I can't I can't abide by that. I can't live like this. You can't? No, no. I can't. I want listen, I want uh I want the leaves to change. I want uh, I want the, the smell of pumpkin spice and weed. Uh, pumpkin spice and weed in the air. That's yeah. those are the things I want to smell.
1: Well you can go to Northampton and smell that any day of the week. Probably. The pumpkin spice and the weed. Yeah, right. That's a nice aromatic mix, isn't it? It really
0: It really is.
1: Oh, it smells like uh pumpkins and uh <laughs> it, it smells like Thanksgiving it.
0: Tommy Chong's yeah. house.
1: East Longmeadow police are investigating uh, an incident where an, a woman allegedly stole credit cards from an elderly person. According to police on August 3rd, two suspects entered Panera Bread in East Longmeadow and pushed a table and chair next to two elderly customers. The woman in the photos below, uh, well, they have this on their Facebook page, used a blanket to cover her shoulder and arm as she reached into one of the elderly victims' purses and stole credit cards the suspects then later use those credit cards at costco and apple stores the east long Meadow police shared several surveillance photos of the suspects and are asking for the public's help in trying to identify them if you have any information on the suspects you're act you're asked to contact uh, the detective bureau over there so
0: you gotta be a certain kind of scumbag to Shake an elderly person down or swipe one of their credit cards. You know, uh, that's a lot of elderly people living on, uh, you know, see if I can, uh, fixed incomes.
1: Yeah. What a yeah. What a scumbaggy thing to do. No, no, kidding. Although the thief has a nice rack, if that makes a difference. Does Does
0: that make a difference?
1: I don't think she's probably particularly very good looking, but I'll give you credit where credit is due. You got to not, your rack's not bad looking. Well, Steve.
0: You know, I think when it comes to crime, that's yeah. like the, the last thing in anybody's mind.
1: Well, listen, it's it's going to depend on whether or not uh, you get released on bail. I think that's one of Dom Dom's uh things that he's proposing to the uh, the judges. Really? Listen. These uh these girls got a nice wreck. You can let them go, okay? I I don't think they've done anything wrong here. Yeah, there's nobody wrong here. There's no crime. Now, the dirtbag she was with, he can go away forever. Everybody move along. Uh, Let's see. Jury selection uh, has begun for the fourth murder trial of Kara Rintala, who is accused of murdering her wife, Anna Marie Cochran Rintala, in 2010. Rintala's trial could begin as early as next week. She's facing a charge of first-degree murder. Rintala found her wife unresponsive at the bottom of the stairs of the couple's Granby home on March 29th of 2010 when first responders arrived. It was determined that Anna Marie was dead. Cara Anna Marie Cara, Anna Marie's body and the floor near the bottom of the stairs were all found to be covered in paint. Rintala has already gone through three trials in 2013, 2014, and 2016. The first two trials resulted in mistrials after the jury was unable to reach a verdict. In the 2016 trial, Rintala was convicted by a jury, but the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court overturned that conviction in September of 2017. The court said the trial judge had mistakenly allowed expert testimony regarding paint drying, which I guess wasn't allowed to do. Mm. So, number four. I don't know. She got T-shirts made up of the uh, all the the trials, all the
0: yeah. all the, uh, this, the, the non-decisions yeah. of each trial.
1: Rintala trial, 2013, 2014. You know, uh, obviously the locations all going to be in the same thing so it's not like you can go from city to city.
0: Yeah. But you know, if you can't uh if you can't hold a conviction or you can't get beyond a mistrial, then yeah, you know, it's like you know, a fourth time, man. It's like, yeah, you know, how much
1: That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh two state leaders are scheduled to visit Chester Commons on Thursday regarding the concerns in building affordable housing. Access to affordable housing has become a growing issue in the nation. And in Massachusetts, the Hilltown Community Development Corporation, a non-profit organization, helps address these housing concerns for rural residents. Senator uh, Mark uh, Paul Mark from Beckett, along with uh, Joint Committee on Housing and Chairperson Senator Lydia Edwards, will tour Chester Commons on School Street Thursday afternoon. They're working to hear about the challenges in building affordable housing projects and making them economically viable while still addressing rural needs. Are there uh,
0: people in Chester that uh, prefer the uh Non-affordable housing instead?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I, I think, you know, what happens is you get all these, like, uber-rich people mm-hmm. coming out to places like where I live and and, yeah. and all those towns, and they build these multi-million dollar homes because you're hidden away in the hills and nobody knows where you are. Uh, I think that's probably driving up some of the property costs, too.
0: Probably. But, you know, there are some people in towns like that who will uh, who will say, you know, the reason... Uh, we moved out of the big cities were because it was too many poor people around.
1: Well, we'll just move to the mountains where there's more poor people.
0: There's only so many hill towns that we can move to.
1: See, that's a that's the thing. It's like, you know, you're moving to an area. You're talking about an area that's not, collectively, it's not like a very wealthy area. Mm-hmm there are wealthy people that live out there oh yeah but they never come down and talk to the regular folk you know when I was a
0: kid uh, Rehoboth was a very rural town like there were yeah. like there were active farms in town I mean a lot of agriculture going on it's a it's a right to farm community yeah today you know many many years later uh, you know all those farms and golf courses that used to pepper the, uh, the the town of Rehoboth have all been replaced by those mansions. It's it's now like a a desirable place to live as opposed to the crap kicking you know barnyard backyard that uh, we all loved as as children. It's oh. like it's totally changed the town.
1: Yeah, but uh, that's what progression is.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I mean I understand if people want to move there because uh, they don't want it to be be near poor people but now if you're lived in Rehoboth your whole life now you get all these
1: rich people all over the place what the hell is that I don't going want to? rich people living next to me Yeah their property taxes are through the roof now the quality of life issue. Uh, in an effort to minimize distractions in the classroom, the Chicopee School district implemented guidelines that keep phones locked away and now the policy is once again at the center of public discussion. Right now, Chicopee High schoolers must lock up their phones before heading through the school doors. but after uh, last night, you could see a change in that policy. Last year, Chickabee High School became the first public high school in the area to require students to lock their phones up during school hours. Uh, right now, they can place their devices in a lockable magnetic bag called a yonder pouch at the end of the start of the school day. Wasn't that a Kim Kardashian thing? Yeah, a, a yonder, yonder pouch. pouch. The uh, Kind of like a coin purse, but yeah. different. Well, I never got that done under your mother, Chris Kim, but I to put it in the yonder pouch. Uh, the uh, policy is designed to minimize the distractions <laughs> phones often come with, but those policies may see some revisions after uh, the school committee meeting last night. They were voting on whether to allow students to use their phones in certain situations upon teacher approval. But there was no update from the meeting last night, so I can't tell you whether or not they voted for it or not. You know, uh,
0: n- not for for nothing, but I would think that a teacher's got enough to worry about than policing a kid for his phone or, or whether or not uh, a student should have, you know, certain, uh, you know, opportunities to use the phone. I mean, teachers trying to teach a classroom of kids, they're not the phone police.
1: No, well, they, sh- or the- they shouldn't
0: serve as the phone police.
1: They shouldn't serve as the phone police, but uh, I really don't think you should need the phone during the day while you're in school. Not
0: while you're in class, no. 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 You can
1: have it at your lunchtime. At uh, my kids' school, they're allowed to have it during lunch. Okay. Which I'm sure they have it other times throughout the day. Yeah. But-, but the rule is you're allowed to have that and text your friends or whatever at lunchtime, which is fine. I think that's okay. I guess. But uh, to well, you, lock, lock it up for the whole day, I, I don't see that.
0: I know. I just you know, To me, uh, a, a teacher's busy enough with, like, education than yeah, I having, know. A, I, having I, to police the, the, the problem.
1: I, I agree with that aspect of it, but uh, it's just like any other thing. I mean, if somebody's passing notes in class and you and the teacher sees that, then she's going to grab the note. If she sees you using the phone in class... You get the phone taken away. It's really kind of simple. It's not like anything, it's not like every kid is out there using their phone right in the middle of a classroom instruction.
0: What happened in the good old days when a good classroom uh, disruption was all about how many pi- sticks of gum you had for everybody in the class?
1: Yeah, I remember that. If you I miss that. don't have enough for everybody, you that sh- shouldn't be bringing anything in. Uh, Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it's going to be hot, hazy, and humid with a high of 95. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 88. It's 68 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 649 in Paul McCartney on Rock 102.
1: Hot, hazy, and humid again today with a high of 95. Tomorrow, uh, cooling off a little bit down to 88. And rainy. Uh, Weekend, 85. It's 68 right now in downtown Springfield. We'll
0: uh, be talking to Scott Zolak uh, after 8 o'clock today. Rock 102 and Aquapump are giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see New England and Miami in Foxborough on Sunday the 17th. Go to rock102.com and sign up by the end of the day on the 10th for your chance to win. Your chance to win tickets to see New England and Miami brought to you by Aquapump. And Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock
1: sweet. Man, yeah, no, I think it's pretty sweet. Talk to Scott Zolak again. I haven't uh feel like a part of the show's missing, you know. <laughs> Don't you? Uh
0: yeah, I've actually felt that uh, for a good long time now.
1: Um but uh you like ramen noodles? Uh yeah, sure. When was the last time you ate them?
0: I think the last time I was uh I had COVID. I had, I, I made it myself a thing of uh, ramen.
1: How about caffeinated ramen? You like that? No, I don't uh, I don't yeah. need
0: caffeine with my ramen.
1: Listen, if you're bored with your morning coffee, here's a new option for you. The company that makes cup noodle just announced the debut of caffeinated ramen. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So it's coffee cup of noodles. Yeah, I want to be a, a wide awake when I realize I'm eating synthetic products from a... <laughs> styrofoam cup well, <laughs> i want to be oh i want to be wide
0: awake when i'm eating a a, a meal that yeah. cost me a little bit more than a dollar
1: their uh their target isn't really the breakfast crowd they're going after hungry gamers who stay up uh, late playing video games online they even put the word gaming in the product name gaming cup noodle okay, <laughs> okay. there are two different ways a black and pepper garlic one mm-hmm. or black pepper and garlic one uh and a ginger curry version. They'll start selling them on September 18th, but sadly, you'll need a plane ticket to get that sweet ramen buzz. They're only selling them in Japan right now. Really? Yeah, it's uh, not clear how much caffeine they're packing, but it's supposedly enough to give you a nice big energy boost and keep you alert playing video games all night long.
0: You know, if I were a college student, I was living off of ramen noodles, which yeah. when I was a college student, I was living off of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, this would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many times do you, like, have to pull an all-nighter to, you know, take a midterm or a final exam and, uh, you know, can't drink coffee all day. Yeah, but I uh, But if I could pack down a couple packages of caffeinated ramen noodles, this would be
1: perfect. But they're going for people who are playing video games. I had this, uh, I, I used to live with a guy that played video games all day long. Mm-hmm. It was this uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, right. Game. And uh, it progressed. It started as this, like, oh, I'm only playing for like an hour a day. Till uh, I'm playing now, playing like 14 hours a day. And when he, he would eat, uh, <laughs> he would go uh, to Big Y. Okay. Remember when they used to sell the Superbird, the yeah. giant one? Yeah. Right. So he'd bring one of those home with the fixins, the potatoes and the gravy along with it, and the bread. Sure. And he would sit there at the computer and then, like, pick pieces of the chicken off and eat the chicken and then take, like, the mashed potatoes, eat it almost like an ice cream cone out of the dish, <laughs> and then swallow it with a chaser of gravy. Mm. And uh, I, I'm gonna, that's I'll, when I realized video games were destroying America. I'm going to go way out on a limb here, yeah. Steve, uh, and correct me if I'm off base. Yeah. No girlfriend? No, he actually had a girlfriend, which was uh, the really surprising thing about that, who was also into this gaming thing. Really? Yeah.
0: So there was a girl out there for a guy uh-huh. melting into his couch playing video games, who's eating mashed potatoes like it's a ice cream drumstick. Two less lonely
1: people in the world. <laughs> Wow, that that says it all right there, boy. Because I don't, I'm thinking like, wow, that, this, because I don't even know, because then he would go and work nights. He must have been sleeping on the job because there was no way he could, uh, you know, fight the goblins and Zeppelin and go take care of people at nighttime. I don't know how that worked.
0: How how many, how many hours a day (laughs) do you think he was uh, playing that game?
1: It had to have been like Probably 9 to 12 hours a day, depending on what kind of day it was. I don't even know when he slept. That was the the other thing. (sighs) And then when he got a headset? Yeah. Oh, it was game over then, because then you could hear him talking to to other people. Right. I'll meet you in Zeppelin for the chalice. Okay. We're you on know, a big I, mission today.
0: I don't even want to do something that feels good for 12 hours. You know, it's like I, that a period know. of time I
1: need a break. I know, I know. But uh, he he really enjoyed his video games and his his Superbird with all the fixins. It, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that Family Guy uh, thing with John Goodman eating dinner in front of his family, <laughs> and he's got all the food on his side of the table. Right, and there his. His withering away family is asking for a scrap. I'm not done yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, 6.55 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
3: Would you mind saying?
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey! Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest with you. I happen to be an unusually enlightened middle-aged man. I'm not the sort of knuckle-dragon Neanderthal who believes in women's work or the sole mission of a woman's life is to crank out babies. I believe we're all born into this world as equals. In fact, I'm also of the belief that women are every bit, if not more, capable than any man alive. And I say this not because I've been told to. I say this because when push comes to shove, men are disgusting. We are a filthy, putrid, ignorant subspecies of the human race. And I happen to be okay with that. However, there are women who believe that men, simply by the nature of their gender, are given certain privileges that are not afforded equally. For example, there's the idea of equal pay, which assumes that men are paid substantially more than women for the same position. And while I'm not going to sit here and surrender large portions of my paycheck to resolve that disparity, I will tell you this. The tides are beginning to turn, ladies. Yesterday. Louisiana State University's women's basketball coach, Kim Mulkey, who led her team to their fourth national title last year, has just signed a contract extension that will make her the highest paid coach in women's college basketball history. Ten years for $32 million. That's not only more than Gina Ariyama is getting paid per season at UConn. It also happens to be more than LSU is paying Matt McMahon to be the head coach of the men's basketball program at LSU. Think about that. Kim Mulkey, a 61-year-old woman, is making $200,000 more than the head coach at UConn and more than a million dollars more than her male counterpart across the hall. Why? Because she's earned it. Of course, the problem with being the highest paid person in anything is that there's always going to be someone who will eventually ask for more and get it. But for a brief period of time, the wage gap in the glass ceiling appears to have been torn down at LSU. The only problem they have now is trying to figure out how they can jack up the cost of an LSU education to pay for it all. But I'll warn you, you better increase tuition rates for everybody. Otherwise, we're back at square one, and nobody wants to see that. But hey, enough Miami my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Flowers and hammers, you can now get both at Rocky's. yes? Rockies is a hardware store and not a florist, not a garden center. But have you seen the mums at Rockies? These are mumbo jumbo mums. Add some autumn to your deck or front entrance with jumbo mums that you'll find at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. at 708. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Going to be hot, hazy, and humid today. Uh, heat advisor in effect until tomorrow night. Uh, some schools are uh, already either early dismissal or they are closed today. High of 95. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 88. It is 69, giggity, in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us uh, next hour. Going to talk about Patriot football. Patriots begin their season on uh, Sunday, which you'll hear right here on Rock 102 against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then also next hour... Ah, uh, the keyword to cash. will tell you how you can maybe win a thousand
1: dollars. Ah, you know, actually, I'm gonna. Uh, I was gonna talk about something, but then it just reminded me. You know, yesterday we I made that call uh, out to the folks uh, who are listening to us, and say if you find anything on your local uh, neighbor website or your next door website or your local <laughs> Facebook post, yeah, uh, please send it along. And sure enough. Uh, we have one from the East Longmeadow uh, East Longmeadow Town Forum. Okay. This is from an anonymous participant. I am highly concerned for the students. That's E L H S E L H S. That's what I want to say. Yes, that's a high school. Uh, as they have to had to endure the sweltering heat of this week with no air conditioning inside the school. This week, my teenagers have come home drenched in sweat and completely drained of energy. How can we expect our kids to thrive and learn in such conditions? Mm-hmm. I honestly believe uh, that w- uh, that tomorrow, with temperatures expected to soar above 95 degrees, the school should cons- should consider dismissing students early or canceling classes altogether. Their safety and well being uh, uh, let's see their safety and well being must take precedence over everything else. Well, you know, uh, Springfield,
0: should be and Westfield all uh you know it had early dismissal yesterday bunch of schools have it uh, today uh the east Lomino high school is a broken down old bucket of junk uh, which yesterday they also revealed plans uh, for a new one uh yeah you know what i think the
1: going a half day makes a lot of sense they lost the tax revenue when you moved out of town they were going to build a new high school, and then they're like, "Oh, Bax is gone. We don't have his money anymore. Uh, we can't uh, do that."
0: I'm I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people that could uh, cover cover the loss.
1: I uh, I do like the uh, the comments though. One of them uh, says, "Students have been relocated to keep them cooler," and then with no explanation <laughs> of that, to the, which the anonymous poster says, "Relocated to where? The ice cream shop, two <laughs> yeah. b- half a block down." And then uh, here comes the back in my day comments. That is true. You always get somebody go, back in my day, we went to school in the sweltering heat. We didn't learn a damn thing, but we were there.
0: I'm kind of guilty of that. I'm at the age now where everything has to kind of revolve around my old past life and, and memories.
1: Yes, but how do you feel about sending kids to school in sweltering heat? Well, I mean, I just know kids,
0: you know, because, uh, you know, back in my day, yeah, I, wouldn't in have, day. I wouldn't have learned yeah. jack squat when it was over 90 degrees in a, in a school building.
1: And then uh, it was also pointed out the kids are playing soccer at, at home uh, versus Longmeadow last night. But it was at nighttime. So I guess it's a little bit. Yeah. Cooler.
0: I mean, the temperature dropped down to at least 89 degrees.
1: Yeah. I uh, people who complain about stuff.
0: Well, that's the the whole beauty of that app. Yeah. Uh, and I just yeah, you know, I had downloaded it. Did you do it? Did you well, I downloaded this it. This isn't
1: next door though. This is uh, this is this is a, a town forum. But either one, I'll yeah, take. it's
0: the this, it's the same thing. Yeah, I, I had downloaded next door a while back, and uh, and and just kind of thought, well, this is uh, you know, I don't want my own personal information out there. But you know, I re-downloaded it after you and I talked about how cool it would be to yeah. see what uh, what kind of problems everybody else has. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, I mean, some people are looking for, you know, I need a new plumber, or uh, yeah, I need a guy to mow my lawn, or then there's the stupid stuff, like, you know, how do I stop my next-door neighbor from uh, mowing his lawn at 7 o'clock at night, every night?
1: I, uh, there was a lady who wrote a poem uh, from Southampton on oh, the uh, thing. Uh, I wanted to share a poem I wrote back in 2020. Uh, I was trying to decide whether I should put it up or not. If anyone has a problem with my poem or makes them feel uncomfortable, I have no problem taking it down. Just let me know. I have had COVID and it's no joke. Back in 2020, I wrote this poem for all of those who are fighting for their lives. I think all of those who struggle with this virus and the ones who have lost family, ones, uh, members close to them. Our family prays for you all. Let's do all we can to help shut the door on COVID-19 and its variants and continue to say, I refuse the invite, which is the name of the poem.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. I
1: refused the invite. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, that
0: wasn't part of the poem? No, it was this like, is... The, like a blank uh, verse oh, no, type was, of thing? no, that
1: was the prelude to the poem. Oh, okay. this is the This is the actual poem. All you right, ready? Bring it on. I refused the invite. You said no to the invite, but it tapped you ever so lightly. Now you're faced with a bullfight. Despite the covering, despite the washing, it hits you hard like a blight. That covers and spreads on tomato plants that cannot fight. Covered with pain like a flash of lightning, it's so hot, you can't even bring down your Celsius or Fahrenheit. You're tired. Your lungs hurt. You look around and wonder, can I fight? Can I breathe one more breath? What is happening with my eyesight? And I think, no, I have to fight. I think of my mate. I think of my children. Now I have to fight. There is pain in my body. It feels like a snake bite. But no, it's COVID-19. I'm going to fight. And I say no to the invite. I fight with all my might. I ask God, please help me through these nights. I pray, help me to remember I need to fight. The death I see, the sorrow I see, the tears I shed. There is no more just lying in bed. I have to get up and fight. The days are passing. I continue to fight. I'm no longer able to hold my loved ones tonight because I have COVID-19. I keep thinking I have to fight. Now I fight. I see the light and say no to COVID-19. Shun you! Because I said no to the invite. At each day passes, I can finally see the daylight. Now I can invite life. I leave behind the COVID-19 which is in the backlight because I... Refused the invite.
0: Ooh. Wow. Heavy, man. Ooh. Heavy.
1: This, uh, you know, this
0: poetry smash would have been a whole lot better if I had known, because I, I would have brought bongos in to really kind of fill out the I would have filled the room with smoke and bongo music and a lot of snapping
1: of fingers. Yeah. Like I, uh, real bohemians do. I, uh, and, and nobody commented on that post, believe it or no not. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. find that hard to believe. There was eight likes to it.
0: Seven of them were family members. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say, mom's doing her thing again. Let's just let's just hit the heart button on that. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Listen, uh, yeah. The the forums are are a tough place as it is. I I don't think we need poetry.
1: Uh, yeah. So, next door is basically just a a white trash soundboard. You know,
0: I miss uh very much the Mass Live Forum section. I know Mass Live hated it because they always had to kind of police it through well, and,
1: because they were going to be threatened with a lawsuit if they didn't remove some of the comments yeah, well, around there
0: understood but there's something about those forums that were just so much damn fun
1: and you know people
0: edit like the Facebook forums there's a lot of stuff you can't you know that just don't last in in those you know community forums on on Facebook man the in the old days when uh, here we go again back in my, back day, in my when day. The Facebook when uh, when mass live the only thing worth reading were the, the open forums that was half the fun, especially when they had all when they allowed comments on Mass Live. And when they took them down, that was uh, that was pretty much it for Mass Live. If I want to if I was going to spend money to be a subscriber to Mass Live, I'd want the comments back in on the stories.
1: Well, they had the comments, they continued the comments after they disbanded the forums. And then they got rid of the comments altogether. Yeah, because it was, it was the
0: same trip. problem.
1: Yeah. It was
0: the same issue. Yeah. It's uh, 717 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. It's 726 and ARIO Speedwagon with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102.
1: Dan Brown can uh, give you the forecast there. You know, we were just talking about. Uh, did you have something to say?
0: I was just going to yeah. mention. Uh, no, go
1: ahead, go ahead. Well, you have the keyword to cash coming up. Is that I do have
0: say? the keyword to cash coming up. Also, uh, Scott Zolak next hour.
1: Ah, gotcha. Well, we were talking about um, back in my day, making you feel old and all that stuff. Yeah. Forty years ago, this week, was, uh, what was this that came out on television. <gasps> what is it? What is it? You know, I know it just from that little thing.
2: And the masters of the universe.
1: 1983.
2: I am Adam. Prince of Eternia, yeah. defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. Isn't that crazy? Wow. This is cringer. That yeah,
1: cringer it sweat. turns into Battle Cat. Fabulous And he becomes the most powerful me, man in the, the universe. Yeah, of course, girl, right. Magic um set... I used to love this show. You like that one? I loved it so much. Uh I could not wait to catch an episode every day when I came home from school.
0: I it was a little bit beyond my time. Yeah. 1983 I would have been a junior in high school. So uh, it was a little a little past the cartoon thing.
1: Uh, well, that particular cartoon thing. You had your own cartoons that you watched. Oh when you yeah, were, uh, after school when you were a young boy. Oh yeah, like uh, for example, the uh, Looney Tunes,
0: Looney uh, Tunes uh, yeah. the the, the uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons.
1: By the way, the Jetsons I've been watching on HBO. They have on a, HBO, they have every season of the Jetsons on the. I was just I fell asleep to it last night watching it.
2: Jetson you're you're bl- 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 fired,
1: and I didn't. Uh, I didn't really pay too much attention to uh, Mister Cogswell. Yeah, right. I talk like this the whole time. Yeah, I-, I didn't realize he was like an evil guy. I don't remember that oh, so man. much, and then now I'm. It's remembering like, wow, I didn't realize how much of a jerk he there, was.
0: There was a huge yeah. corporate. Uh, you know, feud between Cogswell Cogs and Spacely Sprockets. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they they were always after each other. You couldn't you couldn't trust Cogswell. No, I mean, you was, Spacely was a was a kindly old man. Sure, he was gruff under the collar from time to time. But he had but a heart. He had a heart, yeah. and that's how you had to run a business back then.
1: Yeah, remember the Christmas special. Where Mister Spacely uh, oh, I do, yeah, uh, yeah. Had turned his uh, evil uh, heart over and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. got Georgia bonus.
0: You want to uh, feel old? I saw this over the weekend. I am thinking that couldn't possibly be, but then I checked it out on like a Wikipedia, which you know to me is where you find all the real good information, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely true. The kid that played AJ on The Sopranos, yeah, Robert Eiler, right, is now the same age that James Gandolfini was when he in the first season of The Sopranos.
1: That's weird. 38 years old. How old? So I guess he was, because he was a kid when that show. He was
0: a kid. He's now 38. And when James Gandolfini took that role in the first season, that he was 38. That
1: seem like that show was that long ago. It was that, that long ago. And, it, and you think about it, it ended in like 2007. Yeah. So that was over 15 years ago, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. To I, think. I, I saw that as like that can't possibly be true, but God, it it's true. I remember uh, the the He Man and I'm uh, wanting to watch this every day when I came home, and then one day there was nothing but this spaceship blowing up on TV over and over again. Every channel had yeah. it on. I'm like, where's He Man?
0: Yeah, that was a very popular show.
1: Yeah, I think it was called the uh, the Challenger and the Masters of the Universe, right? <laughs> And I, I think I saw Skeletor's face yeah. as soon as it blew up. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And then it went all the way down into Snake Mountain.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: remember that too. I remember that,
0: yeah. It's 7.30. News is next to Rock 102. That
1: out, will get you answers. Plus, I'll have your hour-by-hour...
0: 7.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquatique Pool. Schedule your fall pool maintenance and closing today. 7.30 Union Street in West Springfield. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. With all this uh, this heat wave that we got and the heat advisory lasting until tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday's high temps and humidity did not stop fans or athletes as Ludlow faced off against West Springfield.
0: Ooh, but it was a sweaty game,
1: wasn't Yeah, it? but you know what? Good job on the Ludlow Varsity Girls soccer team and West Springfield for uh, for sucking it up mm. and playing it, playing through the heat.
0: Well, you know, as a parent, I, uh, I would really have disliked sitting outside in my little uh, fold-out chair uh, watching kids play soccer.
1: Wouldn't it be a great time to I'd do that? I'd much
0: rather be in the car with the air conditioning going on.
1: A lively crowd supported the Ludlow Varsity Girls soccer team during the game as they played through the heat advisory, which will remain in effect through Friday. It's definitely difficult, uh, said uh, Captain uh, Emma Ellis. You definitely lose momentum during the game. You're sweating. You need to make sure you get the water uh, in you, but the rest of the team were used to playing in the heat, used to playing in the summer, and we're just able to adjust. Hmm. Yeah, because Ludlow takes their soccer seriously.
0: Boy, do they.
1: Hey, you know what? That's the thing. It's like there are sports out there where yes, the school district says, you know what, you can't do this today. But the uh, the team was like, "What are you talking about? We've been practicing all summer long in hotter temperatures than this." Yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, it, this is this is uh, this is dangerous type of weather. You know, a kid could a yeah. kid could be out there, you know, Playing soccer, you know, kicking the balls, you know, playing some defense. Next thing you know, they begin to raisin, and uh, you got nothing uh, but uh, like a raisin on the ground wearing spikes on its feet.
1: Um, I guess people they're worried about lawsuits is what it comes down to. Some kid collapses from heat exhaustion. That's it. You know, then it's like, why didn't you cancel the game? Yeah, that that would have been the thing. But I think most kids can handle. it the Heat.
0: What happens if, like, an overly aggressive parent of a soccer player collapses in the heat? Um, well, the one that gets like been like been mouthing off to like referees and coaches and uh, they, other kids on the field. They can just they can just lay
1: there, they'll be fine. I like those kinds of people. Yeah, I do too. Uh, speaking of high schools, back in 2019, Western Mass news cameras captured video inside East Longmeadow High School. You could see the leaking roof and the falling ceiling tiles uh but the camaraderie among the students was oh
0: yeah no it's it's uh, they're they're all in this together
1: these uh issues have continued to plague the school for years uh but now something is finally being done at last night's meeting or uh, actually tuesday night's meeting the school committee presented new more specific renderings and drawings Mm. of the proposed designs for the brand new east long middle high school campus allowing the town to get a better idea of what the school will look like when complete including a first look at the new sports field, cafeteria, and media center, and they've even got a sense what classrooms it would look like.
0: Now, Steve, these are, uh, if I'm getting this correct, these are just drawings. These are just an artist rendering of what a high school, a new high school in East Lombard would look
1: like. Yeah. Hello, my name is Simon, Simon and, and I know, like I to do, do drawings. drawings. <laughs> in the, in the, right, these, in the bathtub. In the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. So, are um, you looking at my bum? <laughs> You're looking at my bum. Yeah.
0: As um, th- there's no indication as to when they would complete a new high school, right? Th- these are just at the drawing phase.
1: We're back to the drawing board. Yeah. As of right now, parking will stay in the same area, but they plan to flip-flop where the cars and buses enter. So they're basically, is there must be like an open, they're probably using the current athletic fields to build the new school on, and then you put the sc- you know you put the new athletic fields yeah, next to the school
0: i haven't uh, i haven't uh, really uh, been involved in Lomino schools in a very long period of time so it's uh, hard I'd, for me to say
1: i think that's how they did Minichog, wasn't it they moved the whole school over to the other side of the property
0: right and then the athletic fields are moved over to where the old building had been right yeah yeah i mean that's it makes it makes a good deal of sense. Yeah, I, w-
1: I walked on the soccer field over and I'm like, "Oh, I used to skip school right in this very spot." Yeah,
2: you know, yeah. It's
0: that, good. Yeah. But uh but yeah, you know, but, but was damaged, you know, partially in the uh, in the tornado. So I mean, they had no choice. Yeah. Here East East Lamoito, they've been talking about a new high school for the last 25 years. And now they've just gotten around to drawings.
1: Well, hey, uh, drawings are just Are they going to put it on the fridge inside the cafeteria?
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we'll
1: hang this up. Look, look what Simon made. <laughs> he put it up on the refrigerator. Oh, good for you, Simon. He uh, made a drawing of a new high school. We're going to put it right here, right on the refrigerator, where everybody can see and enjoy it. Uh, that loop uh, down towards the bottom here is where we think buses are going to be going. Says uh, one commissioner uh, or committee member. Back in May at their last public forum, the school committee gave a breakdown of where they thought they were budget wise. A few months back, they were looking at 177 million dollars, and now, flash forward to September, their overall budget stands at around 175 million. Oh, they went mm-hmm. down. That's good.
0: You know, uh, and yeah, my kids went through uh, you know East Longmeadow High School, and you know they got a good education and uh, or what have you. But you know the thing is uh, that building mm-hmm. has been has long served its purpose years ago and i remember when i was living there you know our property taxes would go up a hundred dollars uh, a year 150 dollars a year and anytime i talked to anybody like in the in town government about what the hell is going on in this town yeah i mean the uh, the general consensus is oh you ain't seen nothing yet wait till they build a new high school yeah and i'm like oh yes well i'm gonna have to find my
1: way out of here and i i did like these schools. These schools are beautiful, by the way. Do, do you have? I, I went into the Minnetonka High School, mm-hmm. like inside the building for the first time back in the spring. Yeah, there was it's, an event going on there. It's beautiful.
0: I, Their cafeterias are too small, but it's a beautiful building.
1: What's wrong with the cafeterias? Too small. What, like they're, they're? Is it overcrowded in the lunchroom?
0: Uh, they didn't anticipate the number of hungry children there would be in the high school.
1: Well, if you built a building, yes. wouldn't you make enough room for all of the students yes, that you would th- typically have? I'm sure you have staggered lunch times, right? Of course,
0: but the problem is, even with the staggered lunch time, they did not accommodate or figure uh, the amount of space that each child needs to eat their pizza, burgers, and tater tots.
1: See, when I went to the old high school, they had two. They had a big, giant lunch room, and then on the other side, they had a smaller lunch room. Right. And you could go <clears> to either one. Yeah. I mean, the-
0: everything else inside the school is beautiful. Like, like the Longmeadow High School. Yeah. That's a that's like a the Taj Mahal of high schools.
1: Oh, they even I think they got a Benny inside of that. They right?
0: sure I believe they do. And a, and a, Ru-
1: and a Ruth Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth
0: Chris. I believe yeah. there's a, there's also room to expand the casino and yeah. a dispensary.
1: Uh school's canceled for today. The hibachi chef has got heat exhaustion. Sorry, he can't come today. That's right. <laughs> the cafeteria workers
0: have all been contestants on on Iron Chef. It's
1: like I was asking those two guys from Long Meadow the other day because they spell it the old way, Long Meadow. With the Long Meadow days, uh, I said, you know, with their five K that they got going on, do you have to get a specific type of shoe to run the streets of gold in Long Meadow? <laughs> you know, you wear turf shoes to go yeah. on a place that has artificial turf. Mm-hmm. Do you have to buy uh, gold running shoes. What what keeps you from slipping on the pavement out there? I don't
0: I don't know. Gold is a pretty malleable metal. You know maybe, you know maybe there's some yeah. sort of uh, gold cleats you could wear.
1: Perhaps three people are facing charges after an investigation into a drug sales, alleged drug sales in Holyoke. Holyoke police said that their department, along with the FBI Western Mass Gang Task Force, conducted a month long investigation into an open air drug distribution operation on Appleton Street. Oh, I love the farmers market. It sounded like a farmers market. <laughs> Why? Are you, Oh, well, you get uh, you get your uh, your heroin, your crack, uh, your methamphetamine, and cheese curds. <laughs> Ooh, kettle corn. Yeah, they, uh, noted, I don't know what I'll be more addicted to. They noted uh, that the investigation began after concerned citizens contacted their department about quality of life issues in the area of Appleton and Elm Streets. Oh, now you're complaining about that? <laughs> On Wednesday, a search warrant was issued. Ex- Executed on the Appleton Street apartment and police reportedly seized uh, suspected fentanyl, cocaine, crack cocaine, and ammunition. Fentanyl. Uh, Jose Rivera, Emily Emilio Rivera, and 30-year-old Brandy Belmore were arrested and are facing drug charges. Brandy, she is a fine girl.
0: What a a good wife she'll be.
1: Uh, You know what? Uh, She doesn't have any makeup on. And she's got those earlobe things, yeah. you know, the holes in the earlobe. But they've been taken
0: out, so right now they look like kind of like spaghettios hanging out her ears.
1: Well, they probably took them out when they took her mugshot. You're probably not allowed to wear any of that stuff. Can Although I got- that guy's got an eyebrow ring, uh, and yeah, he's got an eye. Did you see this? Yeah, he's yeah. got
0: the 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 tattoo of an eyeball in between his eyeballs. Like he's a cyclops. Yeah, but he's not. But rather than one eye or two, he's now has three.
1: See, she would look better with the one eye on her forehead. She's <laughs> there's a smirk on her face though. Yeah.
0: Have you noticed that? Like okay, so the guy with the ta- with the uh with the eye tattoo, yeah. he's he looks exhausted. He like he's had a hell of a day. Yeah. But uh but Brandy, you say? Yeah. Brandy, she seems like, Hey, you know what? She's like, Whatever, dude. I'm having a pretty good day. I mean, in spite of the arrest, uh, you know, things are looking up for me. I'm smiling. Things yeah. are going great.
1: She would look better with the Cyclops eye on her forehead, though. Maybe,
0: but uh, you know that takes. You know, I'm not against tattoos uh, a, at all, but you know, a, a tattoo of an eye in between your eyebrows—that's a certain level of commitment that I would never have.
1: And then he's got he's got a little the little eye ring thing or eye stud.
0: Yeah, the right. Stud
1: that goes through his eyebrow.
0: Well, that's okay. That's removable, but that tattoo
1: ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I wonder what that means. I wonder if that's some sort of like initiation thing or something. Like, hey, you know what? You wanna be you wanna roll with us. You gotta mm-hmm. get an eye right between your eyes. Maybe he's a hypnotist. Maybe.
0: Just look at my eye. Yeah. You're getting very sleepy. Look at
1: my tattooed eye above my nose. Just
0: keep your eyes on my one eye.
1: Maybe it's one of those things where you have to cross his eyes in your eyes in order to see a 3d painting dude you just blew my mind yeah you yeah. blew my mind like all of a sudden uh you 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 know you you do that yep yep thing and then boom oh it's a picture of a drug addict i see it. <laughs> i, I didn't see, see it now
0: i didn't see that until i unfocused myself yeah
1: but uh brandy here looks like uh the fun gal they usually have hanging around yeah yeah. You know, again, yeah. You know, like, yeah. If
0: I were being arrested, I probably would not have the smirk in my face. Like, uh, you know what? I'm turning my life around right this very moment.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh, two guys and a girl. I'm thinking a rotisserie chicken. Uh, Actually going you know, on there, I don't, pal. I don't. You know, I don't know enough information now, to make these kinds of judgments. Now, even though Big White doesn't make them anymore, that is a super bird. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is gonna be uh sunny, hot, hazy, and humid with a high of ninety-five. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of eighty-eight. It's sixty-nine giggity in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah yeah.
2: It's
3: bad. You're trapped in a mortgage you can no
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 753 and Foreigner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be hazy, hot, and humid today. Heat advisory in effect until tomorrow night. Uh, high of 94 today. Tomorrow, uh, things start to cool off a little bit. High of 88. It is uh, 69, Giggity, in downtown Springfield.
0: This week on Baxi's Musical Podcast, my guest is uh, rock biographer Nina Antonia. She's written a number of books, but she's just re-released her book called Johnny Thunder's in cold blood it's a story of the life and career and the uh, mysterious death of johnny thunders of the new york Dolls. actually a really interesting book next week i'm gonna be talking to uh, richard lloyd from the band television uh their 1977 album marky moon is considered to be one of the great guitar records of all time and he's coming to the parlor room in northampton on the 16th for a great show uh and that's uh, that'll be available on monday on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify google podcast and a Rock102.com, all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. Check them out at Znmhomes.com and Rock102, Springfield's classic rock.
1: Got this uh, thing here of what uh, Massachusetts voters could decide on the 2024 ballot. Uh, with the 2024 election in its early stages, Massachusetts Attorney General Andrea Joy Campbell has certified dozens of ballot proposals to progress to the next phase in the legislative process. To be placed on the 2024 ballot. Here's some things that you could possibly see on there. All right, uh, a bill about local rent control, which you know the rent is too high. The rent is too damn high. That guy, remember? Yeah, that I remember that guy. Remember that guy. So they're going to be doing that. Uh, replacing the MCAS exam. I, I am. I've always been for this. To to get rid of standardized testing uh, with our kids in school. <sighs>
0: I think it's done more harm than good. It absolutely has. It's you know it's it, and especially since you know schools have, you know are they're held so accountable to get passing scores on these things that it's yeah. really kind of taken away something out of the classroom just for this
1: test. When when I was uh, I don't think they had I don't when when did MCAS come out.
0: It was a Mitt Romney idea, so you got to go right, way so it back. Was
1: after, it was after I was in high school, because I don't think we had MCAS then. That was yeah, me. I don't now, know. Anyway, but I remember transferring from New York State to here. Now, I was not a good student
2: at no. all.
1: No. Yeah, I was Come a horrible student. Well, I didn't care, and I really didn't, you know, there was, there was a lot of stuff going Wait on a in minute. my life when I was a teenager, and you're, I didn't want to be part of it. You're so. apathetic
0: to what? you're 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 apathetic about things too i've never seen any
1: evidence of that i don't know what apathetic means and maybe if i had stayed in school a little bit longer i would have figured what that out it means you don't care mm. yeah i don't care yeah. uh, so um, no but i but i but I, I really i was i was i struggled as a student mm-hmm. and then when i moved here for my senior year of high school to to minichog i remember the guidance counselor telling me Like, praising me almost. Oh, you don't have to do any of this stuff because you were a New York State Regents student, which Regents is another type of standardized testing that that they implement on all school children in that state. So... I actually got a leg up coming here because it's the perception that the education system is better in New York State <laughs> <laughs> when actually here the education yeah. system was was doing just fine. But the problem with standardized testing is you, you're you're not allowing the teacher themselves to share their experiences or to share what they know better than other teachers might be on that topic well there's
0: there's that and the other argument against them is is
1: that uh uh,
0: if you were just dealing with standard curriculum stuff that's taught to everybody that would be one thing yeah but there's a number of people who believe that these standardized tests the way they're designed and scored and the questions are written is that there's something unfair to certain yeah population groups in schools that can't relate to certain questions or whatever that may just it might not be a very fair assessment of how much someone knows going in and out of, out of school
1: I had, and, a, I had a history teacher at westfield state this is the nice thing about college is these teachers can teach whatever they want right and this guy it was a history class and he's like listen we're not gonna talk about colonial america because i hate colonial america and that was <laughs> like and i was like I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's awesome. He wants to talk about the Industrial Revolution. So do I. Yeah, go hang care. with that guy. Yeah, who cares? I want to know about machines and how things were built. I don't care about uh, all the uh, the short people uh, skinning rabbits for food. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm all for uh, not having standardized testing in our classroom. Scott
0: Zolak coming up in just a few minutes, and we'll give you the today's keyword to cash. All that on the way on Rock
2: 102. Now, Vax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, with the Patriots opening up their regular season schedule in just a matter of days, you'd like to think the only thing in Bill Belichick's mind is getting ready to face the tough Philadelphia defense. However, despite his lifeless affect and his cold, foreboding presence, Bill Belichick, I assume, is somewhat of a human being, living, breathing a big bag of twisted emotion and insecurity like the rest of us. And as such, he is still susceptible to the same painful foibles and heartaches that other human beings endure every single day. And today is no different. According to the New York Post, Page Six, Bill Belichick has allegedly broken up with his longtime girlfriend, Linda Holiday. Now, I can't say. Uh, What caused the breakup? I can't even tell you what sort of problems they were having. All I can tell you is after 16 years together, somebody got tired of somebody else's happy horse crap and walked out. These things happen all the time, of course, but they don't always happen just days before a week one NFL matchup. And that's where things get complicated. I mean, how do we know that he didn't wave Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham out of a broken heart? The truth is we don't, and while he hasn't spoken publicly about any of this, I'm pretty sure that when the press gets a hold of him this this morning, Belichick will address the story in his own way. He's only focused on Philadelphia, somebody wasn't doing their job, and he's now moved on to other women. I mean, what else is he going to say? Man's been in Foxborough for the last 23 years, hasn't given you a single emotional response to a single question, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to give you one today. Oh sure, he might be dealing with gobs of heavy emotional pain and suffering, but there's a chance that the man hasn't had a real human emotion in nearly two and a half decades, other than to reveal an occasional brief glimmer of joy after winning six Super Bowl championships. But to show a crack of heartbreak and vulnerability now, you're not gonna get it from that guy, at least not until Sunday. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Catherine spends a painting school, and I don't mean the Royal Academy of Art, Catherine is the Palmer Rockies trained paint expert. Get professional more paint, cabinet stains, and rock-solid service from paint professionals like Catherine at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 809 and the Black Crows. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Hot, hazy, and humid today with a high of 95. It is 73 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: All right, really, really quick here. The key word for cash, uh, your chance of winning $1,000. The word is beer. That's beer as in B E R Uh, B E E R. Beer. Uh, you got that right? I don't even know if I got it right, it's, but you got you to gotta bring it to uh, to rock102.com before midnight. Enter for $1,000. You could be a winner. Good luck on Rock 102. Okay, that's out of the way. Let's get we're to we're the finally, meat and
1: potatoes. We finally talked to the
0: guy you really want to talk about. It's uh, Scott Zolak on the phone with us. Good morning, Scott.
4: How are you? Good morning, guys. That's how you spell beer, huh? Well, listen, <laughs> well,
0: I've been drinking since five.
1: Listen, uh cor- <laughs> rock DJ.
0: Yeah. Cor- rock and roll DJs.
4: They love them.
1: Corporate oh, makes us God. do things that we necessarily don't want to do now sometimes. But yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah, well,
4: same with us. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm you sure. Yeah, you've been in digital media.
1: Yeah, you've been in broadcasting
0: long enough now. You know how this uh this thing all operates. So, any- <laughs> so anyway, uh so the Patriots uh this Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles uh 4:15 kickoff. I mean, you know, it's it's been a kind of a active off season for the Patriots, and you know a lot of people believe they're going to be better. They may not necessarily be uh, a playoff caliber team. What's I mean? What's your sense of uh, of where the Patriots are right now?
4: I'm I'm kind of right there with with those type of thoughts, and I think there's going to be a swing game, and where that swing game may come, it could come you know Thursday in Pittsburgh, you know later in the year, and that game that type of game on a short week could be the difference between us being eight and nine. Or nine and eight, and then being in a playoff race, um, I do think we're going to be better. I, I just think that some of the additions on defense—you know, getting Christian Gonzalez you know, with the number one pick, this kid Keon White, the second rounder—he's going to be a quarterback killer. Um, and Billy O'Brien being back has really settled Mac down. Mac looks like a different guy. Um, things were bad last year; they're really bad offensively and. You know, not not just one guy fixes it, but it's we're back to the old offense, and that's
1: how we used to operate. Well, Scott, uh, New England uh, struggled offensively last season. And we'll oh, look Jesus. to build Mac Jones as a solid quarterback with Bill O'Brien coming back to the team as offensive coordinator. Now the defense remains strong, but both sides will have to have big years if the Patriots want to return to the playoffs after missing it for the second time in three years. And a win against the Eagles could be the spark that Belichick and company could use. I yield my time to the gentleman from Foxborough. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, uh, but I like them Sunday. I do. I like I like our chances. I like our chances on Sunday because these teams that come off that Super Bowl hangover, right? You know, they haven't played a snap all preseason, and it's better to get the best teams early in the year than later in the year. Later in the year, teams like uh, Buffalo, um, Kansas City, uh, Philadelphia, uh, Dallas—they're rolling. But you're, you have a better chance to pop these teams. Games one, games two. Yeah, I remember we were coming off Super Bowls. It's we had slow starts. You know, zero and two, zero and one, but we'd still be end the fourteen and two because we would we would get hot. Um, but I do think that the defense will be better than the offense, and that's the thing that's going to help keep us in games. I think we're going to be in every game in the fourth quarter. Then the question comes down to: Can Mac elevate and have those sort of marquee moments? He doesn't have to be Tom Brady who's coming back here. I don't know if you heard on Sunday. Yep. Um, you don't have to beat Tom Brady every day, but. Give me three of those a year. Give me three out of seventeen where okay, he went out and helped win the game for them in the fourth. And that's something he hasn't done yet.
0: This is uh, Scott Zolak on the phone this year. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of question, a lot of talk about you know, what the Patriots are doing with uh with the backup quarterback situation. You have waving Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham, signing him to the uh, to the, the practice squad, grabbing uh, Matt Carell. I mean you were a backup quarterback for a, for a good long time. The idea of going to the practice squad is is that I mean that's kind of a hard thing, especially if you have expectations. You're going to wind up making the roster. I mean, d- right. did, did they do the right thing by doing this?
4: That's a demotion, no doubt about it. And if if I was the guy getting cut and then being brought back on the practice squad, that would get in my head a little bit. And uh, you know Bailey's got to continue to do what he's did and worked out. Uh, get better, keep learning the offense. He's a little bit shaky, real shaky uh, preseason, and which led to them sort of opening their eyes and saying, well, maybe we need to upgrade here. And I don't think this is a Bill O'Brien thing. I think mean, it's a Belichick. Belichick makes these decisions, and uh, they, they're just so banged up offensively up front on the offensive line. that I think Bailey was so bad this preseason, Bill thought, you know what, we can wave him, protect one of those offensive linemen, get him to injury reserve, then we'll bring Bailey back, and that's kind of what happened. But bringing in Matt Corral is a real indicator that they're not happy with Bailey. I uh,
0: I really like the uh, the signing of Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, t- to me, I mean the contract is very one sided, but I mean to bring a guy like it like him in, uh, I think that it was a really smart move.
4: Yeah, and I think it's it's going to pay dividends in the in the pass protection game. I think Zeke's a good pro. Uh, he's going to be able to dose for Andre Stevenson here and there, but. It's going to allow Bill, Billy O'Brien to be creative too, to where you could get both backs in the game at the same time, sort of do that pony formation, motion one guy out, flip him the ball. We're going to have to, we're going to have to do a lot of smoke and mirrors type stuff to stay ahead of teams, and Zeke just adds another element to it.
0: Scott, let me ask you this: uh, Yeah, you had a, a pretty long uh, career in the NFL. I mean, eight seasons—that's a good long time—and uh, you did a lot of traveling uh, during that time. Yes, yeah, uh, did you? Okay, ten year seasons, uh, what have you? Uh, did you ever go through and out of uh, Logan Airport with a loaded gun and a box in your carry-on luggage?
4: Uh, no, it's one of the dumbest things. I I, <laughs> I I I can't believe eight of the nine 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 charges are dropped. I, re- I really can't. I mean, I don't I don't know what precedent this sets, and that's a scary thing moving forward. Given you know we're one of the original airports post 9 11 that everybody learned about uh, the, as far as where where the plan originated from. And the, I, I think the TSA does a good job. I mean, I, want, I traveled last week. They busted me for toothpaste. You know, and then you feel like, oh, my God, I did such a bad thing. Yeah. Remember, oh, this guy brought a gun too loaded yeah. magazines. magazine. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, you,
1: you realize you could have brought a bunch of other stuff with you from home.
4: <laughs> yeah, laws are strict. Laws are strict here, Mass, and I thought it was cut and dry. A lot of people did, people I know in the law. And, and that are lawyers, people that in the, in the protective services, that are police, said this is so cut and dry that he's he's in a lot of trouble. I mean, he's it, in no trouble.
0: Jones gets you know, a, a year of probation and forty eight hours of community service, which you can do in a blink of an eye. You know, and if it had been right. any one of us that tried to get away with this, we'd be spending time in jail in a damn long uh, in a damn substantial period of it.
4: I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you hire Rosemary Scarpiccio and have her yell and scream at the media, then maybe you, you know, maybe you'll get off. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, four days
0: before uh, opening kickoff. I mean, maybe that had more to do with <laughs> Jack Jones getting, you know, getting, uh, you're getting off of this thing. I don't know. It. I just, I just can't imagine that the average guy going through Logan or you know TF Green or whatever airport you're trying to get through. With uh, a couple loaded guns in a box with your name on the box, is going to get away with that?
4: Oh, on video, putting it through the thing. I mean, just, it just doesn't. You can't. Hey, is this your bag? No, that's not my bag. I don't know how these got in here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I I pack my bag every day to go to work. I pack my bag every day when I travel. That's not a gun. Uh, that's a hair dryer. <laughs> hard for me to believe You have a set of handlers doing things for him at this stage. You know, he's, he's fourth round pick. Okay. Yeah. You can't afford that. Uh, it's just it. It's not does not make the state of Massachusetts look good. At no, all. absolutely not. And, and it does not do anything good for gun laws.
0: Uh, just to, kind of getting off the the topic here, just a little bit because it's really been the the talk of of, uh, of football and really the, the talk of sports all week long. Uh, you know, you spent your time in college football. I mean, it's it's hard to avoid. Uh, what Deion Sanders had uh, done with uh, with the uh, with Colorado uh, last weekend on, uh, against TCU everyone's talking about what he's done with this program in one game a team that went 1 and 11 uh last year against the the team that was the runner-up for the national championship you know, how long do you think it's going to be before the NFL or some team in the NFL picks Deion Sanders up and puts him in a head coaching position?
4: Uh, a couple of years, I think he's got to prove he can do it at, at, at that level uh, for a good stretch. Now, you know the game's changed so much with this NIL money that you can recruit these kids, pay them. I think I think Shador is making you know seven figures, and <laughs> uh, that's just not that's that's beyond the the scholarship. Obviously, now Dion transferred eighty kids in there, so he sort of handpicked the kids he wanted to go do the program. But to still, you know, game number one, going on the road against TCU, uh, being a seventeen point underdog, that's that's a hell of a job he did. He really is. Now, I think he should handle things a little bit better post-game, you know, taking the receipts and that, because other teams do take receipts too. So what comes around goes around.
0: You know, when you were in college playing in, at Maryland, you probably didn't have seven bucks, never mind seven figures. I mean, the, the restrictions when you were in college were pretty, I mean, they were they were, they were pretty, you know, onerous. I mean, they, they were the, – the NCAA was very, very particular about what – student-athletes could do financially and what yeah. they could not do. This NIL thing just seems to just completely obliterate a lot of what college sports maybe was supposed to be.
4: Yeah, it's sad. I, I, I don't like it. I really don't. I mean, I do think there should be some sort of a controlled stipend. But if you're going to pick and choose, and one kid can make seven figures, another kid, kid can make 5000 uh, I don't think that's fair. It should be somewhat balanced. Um, when I was in school, I was offered a car to go to another school. Uh, which I did not go to. I i up going to Maryland, and I do remember scraping change in my desk drawer with, with five roommates just so we could have one Domino's pizza that we could all split together, and we got about a slice and a half as uh, the change we were in scrap up. But yeah, college football's come a long way. Would you yeah, have uh, back stadiums, man? Would you, you... Don't see tennis teams still in the stadium unless you're a volleyball team in Nebraska?
0: <laughs> would you? Would you? You have transferred for a nicer car.
4: No,
1: I
0: was happy. It broke, ah, okay, so, it was just, I was just going to check. You know, if, it, if it's uh, some sort of a steel crap box, I probably wouldn't go. But if it was some sort of luxury vehicle with good mileage, how do you say no to that?
1: I would have transferred for a nicer uh, gun.
4: Mazda RX seven, brand new Mazda RX seven.
0: right Well, then then it, it would have been worth it. All right. So Sunday uh, against the uh, Philadelphia is going to be a great game. I'm 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 confident that the, the, the it'll at least be competitive. that The Patriots will show up for this thing and not going to roll over and let the uh, old habits come back.
4: I don't, I don't see how that happens. I really don't. I, yeah. I just think but, you're, you're going to be better coach. Uh, the, the building's going to be electric, given the set of the circumstances. You get to do video board, closing in a whole north end zone. Um, and Tom yeah, Brady's there. Close to that second half. Yeah, Tom Brady. We're doing a big halftime. Thanks for Tom. So, none
1: none of the uh, of none of the sports bets prediction predict the Patriots winning at all, so that means they have a good chance of winning. <laughs>
4: right. Exactly, because yeah. those people are usually morons.
2: Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah.
4: Where's the last time they got something, right? Plus, it's four four 425 kick, which means people are going to be so drunk on Sunday. It makes it, make, makes it louder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Good exactly. Track. Good point.
4: Scott, we will talk to you yeah, next week. As much as you can. We'll All right, t- guys. I'll see
0: you. All right. Scott Zolak, it's uh, 821 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Listen, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 828 in the Clash with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102.
1: Uh, Dan Brown can give you the, uh, the forecast here. I'm just uh, looking into a couple of these celebrity deaths that we've had over the last couple of weeks. Right. Bob Barker, the cause of death was, uh, was Alzheimer's. Yeah, I saw that. What a horrible, horrible way to go. Uh, having been a witness to that, uh, watching my mother go through that, and luckily she didn't have the lengthy... You know, some people live for twenty years with that awful disease, and uh, <clears throat> luckily, my mother didn't have to. You know, it was probably about three or four years where she was, you know, suffering from it. Either way, y- you don't y- you don't wish that on anybody. I mean, you forget how to swallow, you forget how to breathe. Did, you they, uh, to do... did, did they say how long he had been suffering from it? Uh, I don't I don't know that. Yeah, because we haven't heard from him in quite some time. Hadn't heard from him. Prior to that, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, So, think, and then, and then, I'm looking at uh, Jimmy Buffett's. Jimmy Buffett's daughter wrote this beautiful, like, tribute to her dad, uh, saying, "Yeah, you know what? He said just keep the party going, but he didn't. That didn't mean go uh, load yourself with a bunch of tropical drinks and and get hammered on the on the beach for the afternoon. It meant uh, someone had told me that. But uh, it's always nice hearing like different." Perspectives of who people really were, as opposed to what they were to the pop culture.
0: You know, I mean, it's uh, it's very easy to judge people based on their accomplishments and failures, but it's not really an indication of the kind of people they actually were. Yeah, you know, you're not you can't you can't paint a brush by uh, by someone's successes or or the things that uh, you know brought them down. But you know, how do they recover? Yeah. How do they deal with all that stuff?
1: If you if you get a chance, I, I highly recommend you going to uh, to either Instagram or I'm sure you could just. If you google Delaney Buffett, you'll be able to see the nice tribute that she wrote for her dad. Kind of the way you'd want to be remembered by your family. Well, I remember the uh the
0: the uh the obituary for uh, Jerry Rafferty. No, I don't remember that. You remember Jerry Rafferty of yeah, Baker Street right. and uh, the the obituary is like one of the most angry sounding obituaries you ever heard. Like it basically said uh, our father was an awful human being. You know, he's better off dead.
1: <laughs> it's like, I, I know it's we're like unbelievably cruel. I know we're uh, we're running a little late here, but it reminded me of I went to a, a a funeral once at a Unitarian church. Okay, have you ever been to one of those? I've been to a, I've been to a Unitarian church. They hold nothing back. They when they, they don't. No, they tell you what an. <laughs> And it actually is kind of enlightening because it it paints a picture that, listen, no matter what you thought of this person, they brought up, like, the alcoholism the guy suffered through, Mm -hmm. how horrible he was to his children over the years, and, like, all of these things, but with the lesson of, listen, do you really want to live your life this way? I mean, most
0: most, uh, most funerals will describe someone as an alcoholic as he was often very... Thirsty.
1: Yeah, very thirsty. He had
0: a thirst for life.
1: He was the life of the party. Yeah, that's what they say, things like that. He
0: would hydrate a a room at any given time.
1: Yes, and you could bounce his stomach like a basketball from the ascites that he suffered at the end.
0: <laughs> God, God rest ye merry yeah. drunken man. But
1: uh, it was it was pretty eye opening to get it, to get a different perspective on how because I've only uh, you know experienced the Catholic funerals uh, throughout most of my life. Right, that was the uh, first time. So good on you, Unitarians.
0: <laughs> we have news coming up next to Rock 102. Here at 8:35, at Baxendale and Nagle on Rock 102, it's time for news, uh, and it's brought to you by the uh, excuse me, uh, Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai today, and get zero percent financing. On Select Models, here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, back. Sturbridge police are alerting businesses and residents that there has been an uptick of counterfeit bills being used. The police department was notified Wednesday morning from a local financial institution that counterfeit bills have been passed out at local businesses. Most of the counterfeit money was $20 bills with no watermark. In addition, bills marked for motion picture use only were being used. Police say the be on the lookout for fake bills and use a counterfeit bill marker to check the authenticity of the cash you're taking in. If you receive uh, multiple $20 bills in the same transaction, and more of them have the, and more than one of them has the same serial number, this is a really good indication that you're dealing with counterfeit money.
0: Also, if Andrew Jackson has a handlebar mustache,
1: yes, that's what you want to look out. Yeah, for. that's the. When you see that,
0: you say, you know what? I think this may be some phony money.
1: I think we're on to something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Longmeadow police are investigating an incident where a woman allegedly stole credit cards from an elderly person. According to police, on August 3rd, two suspects injured Panera Bread in East Longmeadow and pushed a table and chair next to two elderly customers. The woman in the photos uh, on the uh, East Longmeadow Facebook page have uh, used a blanket to cover her shoulder and arm as she reached into one of the elderly victims' purse and stole credit cards. The suspects then later used those credit cards at Costco and Apple stores. East Longmeadow police shared several surveillance uh, photos and of the suspects and are asking for the public's help in identifying them. Hmm. Now, uh, I told you, uh, she's got it. She's got it. Quite the rack. She's uh, bosomy, very bosomy, which may not help her defense. I'm just pointing out that maybe nobody recognizes her because the most dominating feature is her chest
0: well steve you know if you're looking to identify someone you want to focus on their most um uh, identifying features yeah what what is the what is the thing that uh, most leaps out at you about her particular look for the purposes of identification
1: yeah it's 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 the chest
0: yeah i mean you we're not you know we're not trying to be misogynistic here or you know sexist in any way but you know are there any distinguishing marks well there yeah there happens to be a couple
1: you know, I was uh, I was reading uh, some things on uh, Reddit. The, there's a couple of different categories on there that uh, could get you into trouble if you wanted to.
0: That's why they have the uh, "not safe for work" uh, yeah. thing on the side.
1: It's uh, illegal pro life tips. <laughs> and one of them was talking about how <laughs> like to distru- d- d- if you're gonna de- it was it's almost like the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Yeah, you know, like getting away with 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 things. And one of them was like. Listen, if you're going to rob a bank, wear fake tattoos all over your face because the people will only remember the tattoos on you. Yeah. They will not remember any distinctive other description of your face. Even if you're on camera, you still got the camera picking up the fact that you had all these weird tattoos all over your face, but then you can just wash them off.
0: Absolutely true.
1: Ipso fatso, you just uh, successfully robbed a bank. You're absolutely right. Until you start telling all your friends about it, and then they catch up with you and find you. That's usually well, how that happens. I, you
0: know, I, we, yeah. we talked to before about a story about a guy with an unusual tattoo right
1: between the eyes. Yes, yeah. which uh, I will talk about now. Three people are facing charges after an investigation into alleged drug sales in Holyoke. Police said that their de- uh, their department, Holyoke, uh, along with the FBI Western Mass Gang Task Force, conducted a month-long investigation into an open-air drug distribution operation on Appleton Street. Love those farmers markets.
0: I love them, too. You know, you, yeah. you see all those artisans and, uh, you know, those those uh, those agricultural uh, do-it-yourselfers yeah. selling, uh, you know, vegetables and weed and, uh, you know, crack vials and yeah. heroin and yeah. uh, kettle corn.
1: Yeah, well, well, kettle corn is the best corn. Oh, <laughs> you're telling me. By the way. Uh, I, I, That's I don't kettle
0: know. crack corn is what that is. You can't stop eating
1: it. You know, I had uh, kettle corn up at uh, Fern Valley Farms uh, last weekend. Uh-huh. It's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, of course it is. i uh, I've never been, but I can't like eat a whole bag of that.
0: No, a but a little bit at a time. You know, you get the small bag, and that's perfectly fine. You don't need the one that's about the size of a human torso.
1: Barry was there, and his friend uh, who he was with, she had a whole bag of it. And she's like, no, here, take some more. Take some more. And I'm like, listen, I, I can only do one or two handfuls of this. I can't, uh, I can't ensconce myself. I can't wear it like a horse with a feed bag. <laughs> Barry could. Barry could definitely You put sugar on that.
0: something, Barry will suck that thing yeah. down with, without blinking an eye.
1: Anyway, back to uh, these knuckleheads. They noted that the investigation began after concerned citizens contacted the department about quality of life issues in the area of Appleton and Elm Streets. It's like the cops are like, they're calling again about that area. What do we do? <laughs> ah, we'll send a couple FBI guys over there. Uh, on Wednesday, a search warrant was executed on Appleton Street. Uh, apartment and a police reportedly seized uh, suspected fentanyl, c- cocaine, crack cocaine, and ammunition. Uh, 39-year-old Jose Rivera, Emilio Rivera, and 30-year-old Brandy Belmore were arrested uh, and are facing drug charges. You can't uh, you can't slip away from that no. without talking about the great Brandy. Well, you need some looking glass. Oh, I love the looking glass, don't you? On the mm-hmm. 70s hit right here on Rock 102 W <laughs> A!
2: on a western bay and it serves a hundred ships a day and sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes
1: there's There's a girl in this harbor town and she works laying fencing all down down. and they They say brandy fetch another round she, she serves them whiskey crack and and cocaine.
4: They say brandy. You're a, a fine, fine girl. girl.
1: What a good the wife you would be. Oh, your eyes could steal the sailor from the sea. Yeah, your eyes could steal the sailor from the sea, but your ear holes could anchor a sailor to your body. <laughs> Butter silver from the north of Spain, a locket. That, that bears, bears your name of the man, man that, that Brandy loved. Now, let's talk about the man that Brandy loved. Okay. Uh, that is uh, the guy in the middle. The that's, her, guy, that's her boyfriend? I don't know if it's her boyfriend, but you know what? Uh, that would be the man that you would go after.
0: The guy with the third eye.
1: Yeah, I'm all about matchmaking, okay? when You're you a uh, walking bumble. When you got holes, yeah, I am a walking bumble. you got holes in your ears... No better person to pair you up with than a guy with a tattoo of an eye right between the middle of his eyes.
0: <laughs> well, you know when you're when you're introducing your new boyfriend <laughs> to your parents and they yeah. want to ask you, well, tell us a little bit about this uh, new this new fella you're dating. Well, he's got a tattoo of an eyeball right between his two eyes,
1: and he looks uh, he looks a little rough like he uh, he's
0: having a bad
1: day he's having a bad day Yeah, you know, but brandy's
0: least got a smirk on her face because she's thinking well maybe i can get away with these two idiots but uh you know but this guy with the tattoo in his eye you know that uh that says a lot about your character
1: i don't know her pupils are quite dilated there and it's the light are you sure yeah no no, no the light would make them make them retract wouldn't they um, yeah, if you had too much light, your pupils would get smaller.
0: Okay, but you know if they turn the light off and they used a flash bulb, you know perhaps they caught her in between I, dilation. I don't
1: think they're doing. That. You don't think so? No, I don't think they're. Okay, I'm going to turn the lights off and then turn them back on so that you can get a really good look at your eyes. Well, it totally depends on the aperture
0: setting, as you know. I mean, if you're going right. to get a good you know, a good picture,
1: but this guy uh, looks like uh, you know him and Brandy. Uh, She was a 2 at 10 and then a 10 at 2, if you know what I'm saying. Right, 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 I I get you.
0: I get you. Do you think uh, in those uh, intimate moments he sings, I only have eye for you? Probably.
1: (laughs) Or they listen to a lot of third eye blind. (laughs) Because even with a third eye, he still can't see what he's on top of. (laughs) She's a fine girl. Yeah, she is. What a good wife she would be. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be hot, hazy, and humid. High of 94, a heat advisory in effect until tomorrow at uh, like 8 p.m. And it's going to rain tomorrow. Thunderstorms possible with a high of 88. It's 71 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. This is Ryan Pell.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock, 851 and AC DC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh hot, hazy, humid 94 for a high today. Heat advisory in effect until tomorrow afternoon or evening and then thunderstorms come in in a high of 88 for tomorrow. 71 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm uh I'm heading to a concert tonight.
0: Are you really? Mhm. Where Out are you going?
1: Albany. Albany? It's only an hour from my house. It's uh Albany Under Empire Underground it's called. It's a uh... Small theater, smaller theater,
0: and uh, and who are you going to go see?
1: Uh, well, the ever popular Sir Chloe.
0: Sir Chloe. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, I'm not
0: aware of uh, Sir Chloe's uh, body of work.
1: Oh, please, uh, grab a grab an antidepressant and listen with me. This is a very emo uh-huh. right, type music. And what is this one called? This one is called Michelle. And, uh, hopefully this is like Walk her big hit
3: Take off your coat You
4: look so nice
1: Ugh. I've been so cold i sit through two oh, hours man. of this okay. Ugh. My special one. I, I just want To cut myself go. with a razor blade <laughs> <laughs> Um To cry for help Michelle I'm not so concerned about getting there, but after listening
0: to this, how are you going to come back?
2: You are a monster from hell.
0: Michelle
1: is a monster from Michelle.
2: hell.
0: So, um,
2: Michelle.
0: she's not a big fan of Michelle. No,
1: I'll be in a coma tomorrow morning.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. um, this is going to be a, a great gig for you.
1: Listen, if they ask if it's okay to pull the plug, just say Yes. You can be my musical proxy. <laughs> That's great. I'm to do it. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you have any uh, like uh, final requests? Uh, you know, any harvested organs or a body did, uh, you know, donated to science or at? Just,
1: just, just please play something else. when I'm dying. Uh, okay. <sighs> <laughs> I'm probably not
0: gonna play Sir Chloe at but, your funeral. Yeah. You,
1: know, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm actually okay with it because uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not spending a whole lot of money on this thing. Sure, uh, my she's like, I really want to go see this. It's one of these things that it's it's like an up, up and coming artist, not quite to the Taylor Swift level, and I don't know if this girl will ever be right. But it it's funny, like when you and I, like you know, no, we think we know music. You really don't know music because there's so much out there. Sure. that you don't. You there's things that you haven't discovered yet, and this is a prime example of that wildly popular on like the online crowd not so popular for radio and things like that
0: well because so, you know, now radio doesn't really serve that kind of purpose but no. uh, but yeah I mean listen I'm sure Sir Chloe's got a bunch of other great songs you may walk out of there and going hey you know what that was really well, terrific
1: you know I'm one of those people that like I like live performances and again I'm not I, I'm not an Ed Sheeran like fan mm-hmm. but I can appreciate what he does. Because he records all those tracks, that th- that was the most surprising thing to me. Because I had only heard Ed Sheeran, and I, ne- I knew I knew what he looked like, but I never really like uh, got into the meat and potatoes of what Ed uh, Sheeran. was. He
0: brings like. a lot of meat and potatoes.
1: Actually, potatoes. He's Irish, uh, you know. Right. So anyway, uh, but but I never really knew what he did. And then when when I took the kids to see him in concert back in like 2018, I'm like, "Where's the band?" He doesn't have a band. Just him. It's him, and he records all the tracks, and then he puts it all together. He's got a little wah wah pedal. And, yeah, uh, all that, that guy stuff. can make
0: a twenty thousand seat arena seem like a coffee shop.
1: It's amazing. It's, a, yeah. it's a, He's very talented. He's real talented. Whether or not you like his music, you have to give up. I give appreciation to people, just because I may or may not like something. I still appreciate what you do.
0: Listen, I you know, yeah. I'm I'm kind of the same way. I mean, everyone's uh, you know, everyone's got different tastes and stuff. You yeah. know, I'm not going to judge you based on, you know, something like that. I mean, I'll judge you in many other things, but right. not yeah. not that because, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, there may be music that you're listening to that I just don't know but may wind up really liking.
2: Well,
1: perfect example the other day, the Jimmy Buffett thing. You're yeah. not a Jimmy Buffett fan. No. But you can appreciate what he did for pop culture and what he did for people that that did like his yeah.
0: music. Yeah, I mean, I may not be on board with you. I mean, I may not be, uh, you know, may not be a parrot head. But you know, listen, that's uh, that's your deal. You know, I mean, I got my music, you got your music, and together, you know, we're all one
1: community. And throughout music history, there has been a lot of under underappreciated bands. I am still waiting for the grand uh, return of Jesus Jones right here. You know right what? Now. You mocked right
0: Jesus up. Jones, but they actually had other songs beside that one song.
1: What were they?
0: Off the top of my head, I don't recall. You cannot but, remember uh, any of them. They did have other songs. Well, I'm just saying. Their career should not
1: be uh, judged purely on that one hit. Perhaps we should uh, reevaluate our love for Jesus Jones. We, we know what?
0: Uh, it might be time to go back yeah. in the past and uh, reach back for those old Jesus Jones 45s that we all had, and rediscover what the magic they was, they brought to us all.
1: Was Jesus Jones ever on a 45? No, I don't. Probably. Uh, I don't not. think so. But you know who was Jackie the Joke Man?
0: Yes, Jackie the Joke Man is coming to uh, the South End Community Center for this Saturday, uh, September 9th at seven o'clock. Uh, it's brought to you by a, a signature, signature fence and. Uh, zombie hideout in fact the proceeds of the show go to benefit the south end community center they do terrific work over there it's a great facility and and jackie's absolutely hilarious we have uh, tickets to that show uh that uh, will go to the 10th caller right now at 293-1021 jackie marling at the south end community center good luck on rock 102